What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast backed by 120 Power Star rating, and the doors to 102 are open. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my Banjo-Kazooie-loving friend, Bryce DeWitt. Hello. <laughs> You're a happy boy, aren't you? I'm a very happy boy. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get into that later. That's Yeah. Yeah. When we actually talk about it. So this is our E3 Nintendo Direct 2019 special where we talk about everything that was revealed and shown in the uh, Direct. Yep. And uh, E3 um, so far. I've handily compiled as much as I can. Uh, so hopefully we should get through this pretty pretty well. Pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah, so just uh, before we get into it, what did you think of the event overall? Uh, was it well-paced? Was it? Um... I, I'm very happy with the pacing. The pacing was good. Everything got out pretty quick. They didn't flounder like they did last year with uh, Smash. I thought they were going to do that with Pokemon this year by the way they were talking about it in tweets. So And they definitely didn't. And they definitely didn't. They got yeah. through it really quickly. There was uh, a ton of great, a ton of fluff. So A lot of fluff, yeah. You know, it, it's sort of 50-50 in some ways, but the last like five minutes of the re- direct was the real steel show. So, yeah, I think it's... Uh, pretty important we sort of just go down the list and just make sure that we cover all our bases and i mean we don't have to really talk about heaps of things because there is a lot of games that are sort of just coming to the switch but they've existed before so yeah they've existed before or they might be just games we personally looked at and went ah whatever yeah exactly <laughs> well. yeah like this type of event not everything is going to be for you no which is which is absolutely fair enough I'm to sure. be fair it did turn out better than i thought Better than you thought? Yep. So, how so? Well, what were you expecting going into it? Um, I mean, I was sort of expecting the very general stuff, and we did get most of the general stuff that we thought was going to happen, but then there was stuff like uh, No More Heroes popped up, and, you know, mm. obviously uh, something special at the end we'll There talk were a about. couple more surprises than I was expecting. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some for the worst. Some for the worst. But some we the... get into that. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't cry. Oh, Animal Crossing, where you going, baby? <laughs> uh, so, uh, the Direct started off with a Smash trailer announcing the hero from uh, Dragon Quest 11, what, 3, 4, and 5? 3, 4, and 8. Uh, 8. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry, my handwriting shit. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's, it's basically just like, hey, look, here's the Dragon Quest hero, but there's four of them in one character, so they're just interchangeable skins. Uh, were they skins or echoes? I guess they'll skins. No, nah, they'll be skins. They'll be skins. They'll one hundred percent be skins because, like, yeah, I don't know. Putting four Dragon Quest heroes in one thing kind of just seems like a bit of a cop out. Just seems like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make them, you might as well just have them as fodder material. Mm. Uh, it seemed to be advertised as one hero, uh, one character called the hero. Uh, do they have names in the actual franchise? Cause they I, they I, do because I'm really not familiar with. Dragon no, Quest. I'm I'm not either. And like obviously, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess this this might be our only Smash reveal. Um, and so they announced it. I was surprised to see more than one, which was great. Uh, everybody thought it was Eredric because he was in the game's code. Uh, it turns out that it's actually not just Eredric. It's like you know four heroes into one skin yeah yeah so that's uh pretty cool i suppose if you're into dragon quest it's obviously really popular in japan yeah well dragon quest is a huge 
series that's had a lot of residents with Nintendo fans, like, you know, obviously yeah. way back and went to the PlayStation like Final Fantasy did, but yep. um, having the new one, Dragon Quest Eleven coming out and all this, it's, well, it, it all makes sense. Yeah, speaking of, DQ11S got uh, sort of pushed for Switch. We already knew that it was coming. Yeah. Um, it's basically just a definitive version of Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, and I mean, it looks good. Uh, there's mm. like a 2D mode and I'm definitely keen all that stuff. Probably get it to be honest. It's it's, it a go. it's a good it's a good entry point for Dragon Quest fans. For what I understand, a lot of people really hyped the game up, and apparently it like turned out really well. Mm. I just never really really considered it. It wasn't on my list, and I thought, well, if it's coming to Switch, then I'll probably just get it on Switch if I feel like it anyway. You know, and I mean, it it did work out so. Sure. Yeah, it's not the perfect game for yeah. on the Switch. Like we talk about, we really want Persona, but yeah. you know, Dragon Quest and now Nino Kuni. Like these games are starting to build up where they're like really pretty looking JRPGs on the on the Switch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not just what you're playing on 3DS, where you know you <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> for portability. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So next up, they went into uh, Luigi's Mansion Three, showing off some of that. Did a bit of a trailer explaining some of the multiplayer stuff, the single player stuff, some of the yep. moves Luigi does uh, in the game, which has uh, evolved a lot since the first one and uh, yeah. Luigi's Mansion Two. So I've never, I've never played Two, but um, I know, I know that you know Number One is a pretty basic game. Like yeah, yeah, uh, it's very basic, sort of sticks to its own, and it. Uh, only sort of had to stand on its own but obviously with three they've had to change it up a bit and luigi's got some new sort of stuff in his kit to take some with him like moves, yeah. sp- like slamming ghosts into other ghosts and stuff and it looks really good um it looks great yeah the first thing i tweeted out was actually about luigi's mansion and um i said that it might be a day one pickup for me because it does it looks fantastic mm. looks uh really good yeah, to me, it's it's exact. It's like to be honest, it's exactly what I expected. I expected just like it looks great. I expected it to be great. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I don't know that because uh, I haven't played it, but it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm just it's what I expected to be honest. With uh, sort of the the multiplayer stuff look cool with the the scare scraper being able to like go up the floors and that that looks like a lot of fun like co op type of yeah uh, the multiplayer co op yeah yeah. Yeah, so I'll be about that, sort of like, you know, aiming for high schools together and all that. Yeah. And the Gooigi, it was funny when they announced that he's back because they introduced him in the uh, the remake of the original Luigi's Mansion for 3DS. Yep. And he was basically like, you know, your, your buddy that's invincible that you can... Someone who's not as experienced can play as, like that type of Nintendo trope, basically. Yeah, but they gave him more of a solo role too. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually got abilities that normal Luigi can't do. So you've got to like... If you need like a treasure chest or something on the other side of spikes, you can send Gooigi because he's made of goo and nothing can hurt him. Yeah, except, except they can't water. Yeah, yeah except for water. Poor water. Yeah, so if he's on the toilet and he's taking a, a bit of a bit of a heave, um, he better not fall in that bowl. Otherwise, he's gone. Yeah, poor Gooigi. Poor Gooigi. Yeah. Mm. So looking forward to this. It was a bit weird how we didn't get a release date. It's still t- it's still uh, scheduled for 2019, but there's no like yeah no release fo- date. no solid firm co- like release date, and which is kind of concerning in a way. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully it does sort of work itself out down the track. And it, we'll just- I wonder if it's because like oh they're pushing for 2019 and like it might be out December at the like yeah. the, the very best, or they're like you know what there's a there's an event coming in a month. We've got Nintendo Direct planned in a month. So that's something to fill in a gap there. Yeah, we'll talk about it then, sort of thing. Because they might not be exactly sure. It might be they, no. might, they might be like, oh, September, November, sometime, but we're not sure yet. Yeah. Uh, so, but 
I have faith that if they're still saying 2019, that it will be 2019. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, for sure. So um, the next one. Yeah, so it's the the, the dark crystal age. Yeah, the age dark crystal age of resistance, resistance tactics is its full name. So it's got a really fucking long name. Uh, it's a Netflix produced game. Yeah, much this, much like the Stranger Things games were. Yeah, so this was the thing where I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a Jim Henson, like dark, the Dark Crystal has got to do with like Jim Henson's puppetry and all that stuff. And yeah, I mean, like if you're into that, if you're into tactics games, it might be for you. But um, this is this is something that Bryce and I was to be like, honest, we're just like whatever. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's got its appeal there somewhere for some people, but. Um, yeah, no, nah, didn't really care. It, it looked in, it looked intriguing in some aspects, but it looked like a very bare bones tactics game. <laughs> when I was showing off like, like the bit at the start when like the crystal and that, I'm like, is this some really weird Zelda game or something? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this uh, the 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 Zelda game but remasters Zelda's Adventure but remasters? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's exactly what it looks. Remake like. of like one of the first two Zelda games on NES. No, from the Z, from the CDI. Oh, right. That Zelda's adventure, yeah, oh, yeah, all right. looked exactly like that. Oh, Zelda's adventure, yeah, right. yeah, gotcha. the one with like they had like the old guy that was like dressed up. He was like, oh, Zelda, oh, there's a crystal ball. She's got to go on adventure. Yeah, it really looked like that. I mean, uh, it was concerning. <laughs> not the safe at none. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't say anything worse about the game. No. <laughs> it looks like that. Yeah, no, but no, it, it doesn't look bad. But yeah, just. No interest from us. No, not at all. Um, next up was Link's Awakening. Uh, a bit more was shown about that. A bit more footage. And uh, I don't know if we had a release date. I, I, I honestly... 20, 20 September. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we had a release date before. From another... No, 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 we didn't. No, we didn't. This is the first time. Okay. Because yeah. I, I sort of thought we did have a um, date. And when the date came up, I'm just like, oh, yeah. yeah. We, we're, they were, we already knew that. But when I thought about it more, I'm like... No, we didn't. <laughs> we mustn't have. Yeah, so... No. September on twentieth. Uh, that's good. Twentieth September, yeah, and it's got like the uh, they introduced the dungeon builder mechanic thing yeah, as well. So, so it looks like you can like basically collect rooms. And yeah, add to it. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So then, and you can use that to you know get uh, it showed in the trailer, but you could use it to, for a, a fairy bottle to obtain uh, important items like that. Yeah, or maybe get extra ones or whatever it might be. It's basically build your own dungeon, and you get unique rewards for completing your own unique dungeons that you've built. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I'm glad they didn't go too much in that because, like, what what more do I need to see? Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. So, yeah. oh, okay, you're pointing me. So then they went into the <laughs> uh, the uh, the trials of mana, which that looks really cool. It did, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, there's this uh, collection of people have been wanting to come from Japan for ages, and then they went straight into that, and it's releasing today. It's yeah, a collection of mana, which I I don't know how many games are on that. I'm. Uh, the Mana series is one I want to get into, so uh, this is appealing to me. Yeah, sixty Australian dollars. I'm like, oh, that's probably it's probably pushing it, but it's pretty steep. Yeah, I mean, if there's like a decent, obviously those are very long games, and you'll be getting your money's worth if you're getting into each one. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, I'm surprised to learn because obviously we never got the collection for before, but um, it actually had the very first one, I guess it was, which was a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, I can't remember exactly Final Fantasy Adventure or something. It's along the lines of that. It, I think it was, and that. it was a yeah. really fucking like poor excuse for like trying to introduce <laughs> Final Fantasy games to the West. Yeah. Like it was panned critically because they were like, "Oh, make an action for the West." Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was just like a really poor 
poor rendition of Final Fantasy, and then all of a sudden, like, it's, it's extended into the Mana series, and the Mana series is, like, really popular, so... Mm. Yeah. I mean... Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see it's there today, but, yeah, it's 60 bucks is expensive. It is. Uh, next up is the much-rumoured Witcher 3. That's coming this year to Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It looks fantastic. It's a complete edition, too, so, like... As a lot of content. That, that, that's including like blood and wine and all. Is that, that going to is that going to fill up your eight gig card that you get that they're probably going to use? It's going to have one of those ugly box arts. Oh, there's no doubt. Without without no doubt about it, but <laughs> it, it is really good to see something as critically acclaimed as Wild Hunt on the Switch. It really is. Mm. Like, I'm I'm dumbfounded, and I'm sure a lot of people are. It's really fantastic. And it's coming at a time where it's like. Breath of the Wild was, you know, two years ago now. I feel like a, a nice, big, portable RPG to play. Yeah. And, I mean, it's gotten to that point where I'm just playing Breath of the Wild again. And that's how, <laughs> you know, that's how I'm feeling right now for it. So, yeah. Yeah. And they showed off a bit more of a trailer of Fire Emblem Three Houses, which looked cool. It actually showed, like, some of the conflict that uh, some of these, uh, I guess, tribes or houses, whatever you want to call them, have yep. against one another. And it got pretty dark in this trailer. I'm like, oh, shit, this looks pretty yeah. cool yeah oh look I can't wait for this game and mm. I think I've made that pretty clear yeah it's one of those games which is on the horizon so at E3 it's, I'm not too concerned about it no it's, yeah. just, it's like it's here next month yep. it's going to be good I want to get into looking it forward, yeah looking forward to a yeah just just a presentation everything on that game oh yes yeah it looks beautiful yeah absolutely can't but wait for it I hope like I hope this is the one that really grabs me like I've had um, obviously Awakening got me interested Yep. Uh, enjoyed it, played through. I didn't finish it, but that's where I felt like really fell in love with some of the characters. And I hope this is the one which is like, yes, I can't stop playing it. I yeah. really, I want it to grab me. I want it to grab. Uh, Fire Emblem was one of those things like I just want it to grab me so much. I just cannot stop playing it. Yeah, I hope this is the one. I really do. Yep, I agree. Mm. Um, especially after my Fire Emblem romp in the you know recent times. Yeah, start of the year. Yeah, yeah like um. I'm still still sort of making my way through them, but um, you know, at a, at a very sluggish pace at the moment because I'm sort of juggling multiple things. But mm. um, I really hope this game does does grab me as well and pull me along for its ride. I feel like it'd be pretty easy because I enjoyed Awakening so much, and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it just sort of keeps up the momentum and mm. a really great game comes out of it. So yeah, yeah, I think it will too. Yeah. Uh, this this was a weird one. They so they started showing like they did like a uh, live action trailer for the Resident Evil games coming to Switch, and they were showing off Resident Evil one, two, and uh, up to four, whatever. And I'm like, these games have already come to Switch, and they then they basically shown five and six. I'm like, all right, cool. Which are clear, critically acclaimed as some of the worst games in the series, too. By the way, so like they make such a big deal of it, but. That, oh my god. Something that really irked me in this trailer was looking at the co-op split-screen method for 5. Mm, I didn't catch it. What was it? it it's it's like this god-awful diagonal setting. It's diagonal. <laughs> and it looks, it looks fucking... It's a yeah, Lego. It looks, it looks ass. It looks ass. <laughs> it looks terrible. Like, I, I don't know. Resident Evil... Uh, okay, Resident Evil 7 or Biohazard 7 did something right. Yeah, because I was getting excited because I'm like, oh, is this Resident Evil 7? Yeah, but... Then, they just do all of them up to 7? I'm like, oh. But I did... <laughs> when you mentioned that, I did I thought about it and I'm like, no, it can't be because they've been doing that for cloud-based gaming. Yeah, it's cloud-based in the 
Japan. Yeah. So it's just like, no, it can't be it. And then it turned out to be five and six. And like, I played through five. I finished five. I've never finished six. Um, five is a weird game that sort of just like really went off track with Resident Evil. Didn't make a lot of sense. Apparently, Chris Redfield likes punching boulders a lot. I don't know. Just so, action, action, action. Yeah, yeah, but in the weirdest way. It's like not even like yeah. It, to be honest, they're not they're not bad games mechanically, except maybe the AI. The AI is fucking shit. <laughs> it, it really is like your partner's AI is so bad. Mm. Um, but like mechanically shooting zombies and doing all that, that's all perfectly fine. And I mean, you might get some enjoyment out of it, but honestly, it sort of just takes Chris Redfield out of a, out of one picture and turn him into this basically like dumb muscular boy fucking heavy man <laughs> he's and he's got no brains about him at all it's it, it's, it's a really yeah it's, it's a really weird experience and then resident evil 6 is here and there um some people enjoyed it some people don't um yeah so really it wasn't that much of an, an announcement <laughs> yeah just like two very old games coming to it but just like the whole trailer I'm like why would you walk through the woods in the dark and come at this random creepy house pull out your Nintendo Switch and start playing Resident Evil yeah that yeah. is it. such an awful idea maybe you play some Mario or something something a bit happy wahoo maybe they just really like the immersion like oh, let's sneak out in the woods and play the scary game that's really gonna make a shit ourself <laughs> did you did you bring any toilet paper no good oh, that's <laughs> the way you want it yeah right in the pants right in the pants <laughs> Uh, this this was one of the biggest uh, surprises of the show, Bryce. So No More Heroes three was yeah. announced. Yeah, I didn't recognise it at first. I, did, I didn't either. No, no. until uh, yeah, the... until it was very obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is this is great because like I, Travis Strikes Again is not a bad game by any means, but it is not No More Heroes three. Yeah, it didn't it didn't really interest me. I think I'm picking no, up either. But it, like For the it, price, it's yeah. it's a good arcade game. Yeah, sure. That that's that's the fine point finer point about it, but everybody's sort of been waiting for No More Heroes three, um, I think. Like I I I personally have never touched No More Heroes. Haven't you? No. Oh right. Never. It's a lot of fun. It's just silly. It, it like, yeah, and it, I've I've always been intrigued by it. But it, was, it was really smartly used on the Wii. Like uh, you get like a phone call and your Wiimote from the speaker starts ringing. You put it up to your ear and like you're actually like you can actually hear it come through the Wiimote and it's just. It's real dumb, and you've got to like press the button to uh, hang up the phone. Then you like flick it, and your sword come, like comes out and stuff. It's really or turns on. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. neat. I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to this. This is one uh, I'll be picking up. I, think. I mean, yeah, I think so too. Um, I'll catch up on it and see where it goes. And I've got both games. If you want to yeah. b- borrow it for your your Wii. <laughs> oh God, if I can find my goddamn Wiimote. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'll uh, like. I do want to get into it because. I have always sort of been intrigued and No More No More Heroes 3 looks pretty phenomenal so far just from what we've seen already. Yeah. Just like it's just it's pretty early footage so uh <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so you just threw me off. I thought you were farting or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, let's move on uh anyway uh so Contra Rogue Corpse was shown. Didn't really interest me at all. At all. What about you? Well, you bigger. I mean, it good. It looks like a good co-op shooter, but it's weird to see Contra come back in such a strange fashion. Yeah, like Contra. Contra. The way I remember Contra is two buff army dudes running around shooting shit on a side-scrolling adventure game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
you know, sort of thing. And now all of a sudden it's just like, here's Contra and here's like a buff commando and then there's this woman with an alien stomach that eats things and a bear. And and I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, to be to be honest, I think for this trailer, I just like sort of zoned out a bit. Like, oh, it, yeah, I, I can't really remember it. I'm just like... I, I'm sure it'd be fun to some capacity, but it, it just kind of like blew me out the side of the head like what <laughs> excuse me yeah and, and I, like i i saw it coming i was like they're gonna say contra i have a feeling they're gonna say contra and they did they said contra and then i'm just mm. like this is a weird contra oh, well, so i guess konami's making games again yeah i guess so. making yeah. something yeah, yeah. yeah. uh david x machina they've got a release date of uh was it the 13th of september yes so that's cool. It, it it was a cool looking trailer. Uh, I hope they've uh, improved a lot in the game just from from what I've played in the actual uh, demo that got re- released at the start of this year. It wasn't that have, fun. It was it was fine. I have the test demo. I have it installed. I haven't played it because every time I hear about it, it's just like yeah, it's not really that great. Mm. Like I could definitely I could definitely see like parts of it that were good, uh, but especially like a. Yeah, it's just a bit too slow. Like, but yeah. this trailer made it look real fast paced. I think that was just the editing. Yeah, but, but if if the game can encapsulate sort of that feeling of just like balls to the wall mech fighting, fast paced in the air on the ground, I think it could be really cool. And the the art style looks awesome. Yeah, it does, does in the game too. So yeah, hopefully they can uh, yeah, get that. Hopefully so. So Panzer Dragoon. I don't even know. I don't even remember what this is. To be honest, uh, it's a remaster of an old game. Um, it's just like you're flying around on a dragon and oh, that's right, that one shooting. Yeah, this was this was one shooting I, things. This is one I just looked at. And went yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one. It's one of those things. And it's a re- it's a remaster of an old game. So yeah, kind of just skimmed over my head. I never really had much involvement with it. I knew what it was, but I just yeah, yeah. I never really played it. It'll it'll skim past my head because I know that it's going to be like forty bucks and. You know, you've got you've got some really good games down here that have never been released before that look freaking amazing, that look way more appealing. So, mm. for forty bucks, I think my my forty bucks would be better off on those other things. So, yeah, definitely pass. So next up, they've shown Pokemon Sword and Shield again, Bryce, and we knew this a few hours before the direct that Pokemon would be showing up again because of a tweet from at Pokemon. Yep, and. We were worried because I was like, we just saw Pokemon. Seriously, you don't have to fill up with more Pokemon stuff. Show us some new stuff. Where's that juicy Animal Crossing? Come on. <laughs> but no, they didn't They didn't stick around too long. No, didn't good. Stick around too yeah. long. They, just, they just showed off uh, that you can use the Pokeball Go Plus. Uh, Pokeball put, Plus. Put Pokemon yeah. in and walk with it. You can't use it for um, throwing your Pokemon out or any motion controls like we're in Let's Go. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. That was that was all, wasn't it? That's all I can recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that pretty was, much it was pretty much fluff. Enough, nothing. It was, it was fluff. Yeah. yeah, bit of fluff. It didn't have to be there. They could have just they, they could have just said it earlier. They could have been in in the direct, just like yes, you can use your Pokeball. prior accessory that you bought last year. Yeah, for this that yeah. could have been it. But it, oh no, I guess it's an excuse to show up, like just have more more games in their list, which will look impressive to uh, just people. Yeah, like counting the amount of games there. Yeah, and uh, straight after this, they actually shown Pokemon uh, the first time it being played on the treehouse, and they that in the wild area. And to be honest, seeing it in motion, I was a lot more impressed <laughs> than even the direct. It looked so good. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It looked awesome. Just the uh, camera perspective of seeing the Pokemon in the wild and. And the raid battle technique, the like raid technologicals. It looks yeah. awesome. Like they really went in depth with the raid battles and everything. So I do 
urge you guys to go and watch that if you missed the live stream um, Pokemon Sword and Shield it looks really good yeah it does yeah just like because in, uh, in Let's Go you see like the Pokemon popping up and they're just they're walking about you can see them they look they look cool but in this they actually like you, like with the third person camera basically at your level yeah like they look like so much more natural they do and you do like a whistle thing and with uh, some species it will make them run away others it will make them see you and want to attack you it's really cool how they've done all that yeah looking forward to it and there was a butterfree like uh, three meters above your head and I just said to Bryce how the hell do you reach that butterfree <laughs> how on earth do you reach that boy <laughs> next up the show in Astral Chain uh, this is a game coming out not long at all on uh, the 30th of August um, looks really good still a bit more of a story trailer sort of explaining the sort of the, the links between the the monster things which I've forgotten the name of and uh, the the, uh, the police people <laughs> yeah so yeah it looks really cool yeah I'm super keen for it yeah. this is like one of your most anticipated games from what I can tell yeah because it just looks so damn good it does doesn't it yeah it does it looks freaking crazy and that's what I love about it um, just a whole new concept smashed right into it turned into an action game beautiful looks fantastic mm. so can't wait for that 30th of August it's the day after my birthday yeah uh, next up Empire of Sin I can't remember what this is at all. Uh, this was a mafia top-down. Oh game. yes, 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 that one. That looked interesting. It looked interesting. I, I, I was a bit worried at first because I'm like, really, Mafia Three or something ported the Switch, really? But then it like it went out, and obviously it was a top-down perspective. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting, and uh, yeah, it looked cool. I don't know. I don't think it'll be like a purchase from me or anything, but it, no, it did look interesting. Yeah, 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 good if you're into the top-down sort of. Yeah, yeah. Next up was Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Uh, this is very soon as well July uh, 19th that's it I'm looking forward to it sort of just showing a bit more story a bit more uh, gameplay and it's showing that you get there's an expansion pass for so that, uh, it was an X-Men and a couple of other X-Men franchises X-Men Fantastic Four and something else yeah something else I wasn't actually yeah. familiar with yeah so that's cool um, yeah I got no idea if I'm going to really enjoy this game or not to be dropping money on expansion passes just now but the thing is is they've already released it apparently that's what it said on the thing anyway the expansion pass yeah I'm pretty sure you probably pre-purchase it already yeah. I assume yeah so it's like similar obviously to what you could do with Breath of the Wild and Smash and all that you could just pre-purchase the whole yeah. bundle but like yeah I mean I suppose if you're into it it's honestly not going to be I don't think it'll be a pick up for me simply because I'm just sort of like yeah, do I need it? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Am I going to play it excessively? Nah. So, I think I'll pass on it, but it looks interesting enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to play it. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Basic hack and slash. <laughs> level up. Plays characters that I like. Yeah. Spider-Man. Captain Spider America. 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 Look, he's a Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule. It's got a release date. Drew's birthday, June fourteenth. Yes, hooray! Basically, this week on Friday for us anyway. It's the thirteenth in uh, America. Um, yeah, cool. Looking forward to this. Oh my god, I'm so looking forward it, to this. It, it got a price as well. We checked the eShop just before. In Australia, it is uh, thirty-seven fifty, and I think that's pretty good. It's not a bad price. I I was expecting a bit less to be. I was expecting like thirty, but well, here's my honesty. If you put Crypto the Necro Dancer on there, and imagine Crypto the Necro Dancer was new. Probably would be thirty bucks. I would say it'll probably be thirty bucks. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can get the extra seven. Zelda tag. Yeah, we get the extra seven fifty. 
Yeah, we get the extra seven out of people. But yeah. to be fair, <laughs> the fucking music soundtracks that they showed in the trailer during this direct just made me go, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I want it. <laughs> so it doesn't matter anyway. I know that I, I know this game's going to be picked up for me. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, I, no yeah, question likewise, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Crippler Neck Record Dance was really fun too because I picked that up for a dollar yep. on Switch or something like crazy on a sale. Yep. I think it is now. I see that Crypto Necro Dancer right now is on sale because uh, Nintendo are holding an E3 uh, sale for the next week. Yeah. Um, I had a quick look and there looked to be some quite good bargains. There's like obviously the first party games and uh, heaps of indie games and that. And I see that's on sale, but I, I, can't, I can't check the price because I've already bought it. Mm-hmm. so I assume that might be like real cheap so if you're interested in maybe getting a cheap version of uh, the Necro Dancer maybe try that one before you spend your 40 on yeah yeah Zelda. for sure and I mean hey give it a go because Crypto the Necro Dancer is a pretty pretty, uh, pretty wicked game mm. so if you enjoy Crypto the Necro Dancer then you're going to enjoy Cadence of Hyrule like as a Zelda fan if you are a Zelda fan that is mm. with like crazy respect it's a really good really good indie game uh, next up, Bryce, this is one of your highlights. Uh, Mario and Sonic, no, the uh, yeah. Tokyo Olympic Games 2020. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, highlights, yeah. See, th- these games, they're, they're always like quality games and they're fun. You know, get people together. You know, you do rock climbing and the fencing looks fun, to be honest. I, I was going to say it to you, oh, the fencing actually looks fun. Like your Waluigi versus Buddy Tails. Or like, you know, just some, <laughs> some stupid combination <laughs> of characters. But yeah, I like it. No interest from us. Like I've I've never bought one of these games in my life. No. Nah. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd imagine so. With Mario in the title. Yeah. It doesn't have a doesn't have a 3DS version or anything anymore. So. No. Yeah. Uh. So actually, this this is a highlight of mine, Bryce. Uh, Animal Crossing. We got to see it. New Horizons. Yes. New Horizons. Brand new Animal Crossing game. And the whole whole times like, oh yes, you get to be on an island, you get your own island, you start off in a tent and you can put furniture outside and everything. I was like, Yes, yes, yes. And then I saw that it was coming up March next year and I was I just went <laughs> I screamed. I screamed, didn't I, bro? He did, he he literally screamed. I went, No <laughs> He looked at the, he looked at the date initially and it sounded like excitement to begin with because he saw March twenty. I, I saw I saw March and I'm thinking, Oh, that's not that far away. Like, oh wait, that's not far in the past. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> and he's like, no, <laughs> no. Oh, he cracked it. He, yeah. Oh. And like, it does look, it does look really good. And I like the premise mm. of like having upgradable material, like uh, tools and stuff like that, and building fresh from an island and having yeah. that people like having residents come to that island rather than having being a town and yeah, like, like having some presets. You've got to earn your residence. Like, yeah. Like, you might start a new file and you'll have, like, eight people in a normal Animal Crossing game and you just meet them and gradually get to know them. But in this, I guess you've really got to make the island good to get people, attract people to You've got to make them more appealing. Yeah. And it was cool how you, like, you craft your own furniture and all that as well. Yeah. Because we got to to catch a bit of the treehouse before recording this. Um, And, yeah, it looks really cool. Like, you can basically go and get parts and materials to, like, craft furniture and your tools and everything you're not just going to Tom Nook and uh, buying them he is there with his sons but it's a bit of a different business he's got this time yeah um, he, he doesn't he doesn't just have a shop and a real estate he's basically like a what'd you call him he's got like a, he's got like a little shack and you can like go yeah. there and craft it's really it's really strange because he's like they advertise him as almost like a travel agent in a degree yeah 
and then all of a sudden he sort of just like set, sets up shop on your island and yeah and things it, get freaky dicky and like obviously this this uh this was a delay because they wanted more time to work on the game to get that so obviously it's a it's a game i'm going to be playing a lot so if if this if that's what they need to make it an awesome game the a type of game that i want to play for years and years yeah uh that's what that's what, what's going to have to happen i guess yeah, yeah. but yeah. in the uh, in the treehouse they uh, actually explained that this is one of the first games when they can do uh, north and southern hemisphere sort of seasons. Yeah. So in Australia, this is going to be the first Animal Crossing game that actually matches our seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now we're in winter. It's not going to be summer in Animal Crossing and vice versa. Which, which is, is great. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just like such a simple thing. Yeah. Why, yeah. Wasn't, why wasn't that there years mm-hmm. ago? But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's cool. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. And you can put furniture anywhere, not just in your house, yep. which is cool. So you can set... It's shown in the trailer how like he's they're making like paths and put a campfire here and put like benches here and you can like really make the island your own, not just like your little house. Yeah, for sure. Which yeah. is way cooler because I, I never cared about upgrading my house to be honest. I had like I upgraded it like, like once or twice, made it a bit bigger. I'm like that's fine. Then I had a fridge where I just kept all my fish. <laughs> that was my house. Perfect. Yeah. So Animal Crossing, yes. Yes. Yay. Now this is the uh this is where a lot of fluff begins. This was like a a big highlight trailer. Yeah, it was a things. highlight reel, yeah. So we didn't see Jack Shooter this, we got some release dates, so we're gonna just really briefly touch on this yeah. stuff. And, and and to be fair, these these were quite exciting. Like oh there was lot, some really good stuff in there. So first off, Spyro trilogy coming the third of September. Awesome. Want yeah. that game on Switch. I want it more than I want Crash Bandicoot. So Oh easily. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've I've already got it on PlayStation, but I want it. Well, it's just like a, yeah, it's just like a game. You sit there and just like collect stuff and yeah. run yeah. around in the world. Very simple. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, what's next? Uh, Hollow Knight, uh, uh, Silk Song. Yep. The uh, next game, which started off as an expansion for Team Cherry, but they span off into its own game because it got so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is titled as soon. Yeah, yeah. They didn't give any other date to it, yeah. but like, I mean, so it, soon that is this year. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. soon. Uh, Two thousand and it it looks really good. <laughs> like it just looks like more Hollow Knight, really. Uh, except playing with them, uh, the character that has I forgot its name now. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you're saying that, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Team Cherry. Yeah, it's based around them anyway. It looks really good. Yeah, fellow uh, South Australians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nina remastered is coming to Nintendo Switch, which is awesome. That was uh, leaked a few days ago from the Bandai Namco leak. Which yeah, happened to yeah, looks really good. Um, I've been wanting to play that game for a bit, and I didn't want to go back to PS3 and all yeah. of that stuff. So having this on the go, which we've been talking about Persona Five, wanting that on Switch, this is one of those games that fits that bill very nicely. Yeah. Um, like I'm a big Pokemon fan. A lot of people like compare this to somewhat Pokemon. How you like training monsters and all that, and I like monsters. I like monsters. I like monsters. I really like them. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, we saw this at the Microsoft press conference, and I thought it looks really cool. Yeah, it's basically just like Diablo, but Minecraft, or Path of Exile, but Minecraft, or mm. you know that that type of thing. It yeah. looks good. It looks, looks good. Looks interesting. Um, and I mean, it's 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 not coming out till next year. No, there's a lot of uh, 2020 games at the E3, even from Nintendo, which I wasn't expecting. Is. But there's still like a huge list of them, and oh, there's yeah, like absolutely. a lot of them are still coming this year. But I, I don't know, like it, it'll be good, but uh, I don't know. I'll hold my reservations because 
it comes out free on Games Pass day of release. Yeah, so, yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll you can get you can get it if you're paying that subscription, which you which you are. Uh, you're going to be getting that game for free on your Xbox. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. unless we really want to like have it on our Switch and like play multiplayer together and be elsewhere, it's probably probably not worth it. But yeah, uh, yeah, looks yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Blades, Elder Scrolls Blades. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, if you want a quick rundown, this game was released on mobile, came out to pretty meh reception. Um, It had a really long extended beta that nobody could get into. And I know a lot of people that we know tried to get into that beta and um, couldn't. Couldn't. Yeah. So uh, it's basically just like, hey, look, here's Elder Scrolls. It looks really pretty, but it's based on like the original Elder Scrolls Arena and Daggerfall. Uh, mechanic wise yeah um, and it was a mobile game so I mean you know what you're probably not going to care too much about it really uh, it's just a mobile game ported to Switch um, it is it's not the next it's not the next big Elder Scrolls title or nothing it is free though yeah it's fr- well free quote quote yeah they are money heavy on their gear and people will tell you that I'm yeah. pretty sure Paul, I, I have heard that Paul will tell you that yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Pedro. That comes out the 20th of this month. We've known about it for a bit, but that was in the trailer. Yep. Looks cool. Yeah. Doing Eternal. Looks cool. Hopefully, it works well on Switch. Obviously, it's not going to be like the premier place to play it compared to consoles and PC, but be great that it worked the original Doom worked well on uh, the Switch yeah it worked well for the most part I owned a copy of it and yeah it worked alright the only problem is was the uh, do you still have it? additional downloads no I was going to ask if I could borrow it Bugger. no because you probably wouldn't want to anyway because it's got that many additional downloads that are absolutely required to play the game add a bit of it's like 8 gig of downloads required yeah right so like it was good while it lasted and you know but it, it sort of took the sacrificial cut when um, I went to put down for another game. Yeah. So if you're gonna get uh, if you're gonna get this game, would you be getting it on Switch? Would you be interested on Switch again, or would you no. be like uh, Xbox One or PC? It'd be fun to play on the go. Uh, the first one was fun to play on the go, but uh, you have to ask yourself the question: Do you really want to sacrifice eight gigabyte of space just to keep it running, or um, do you? want to just get it somewhere else maybe where it'd probably be around about the same price if not less on launch and sort of work your way around that with uh, 60 fps because this will this will only run at 30 fps i can absolutely guarantee oh yeah that. absolutely so yeah yeah okay uh what's this sinking city what's sinking city sinking city can you remember what that is they had a, they had like a miniature trailer for it but i actually don't think they had much else it was it was one of them real ones uh, that sort of popped up. Didn't really pay much attention to it. Mm. All right. Uh, Wolfenstein Young Blood. Yep. And that's coming uh, soon in July. Yep. Another, another one of those situations where it's like, oh, is this where I should play it or not on Switch? But yeah, but it is a cooperative Wolfenstein. So if you're looking for cooperative, um, stuff you know, to play out out of the way combat like Doom and Wolfenstein are, you know, you might you might find some. Uh, you might find some joy in it. Uh, Wolfenstein has been really big in recent years, obviously, um, after its resurgence. and yeah. yeah. Now you're playing as BJ Blazkowicz's daughters and you're going to do... you got to go find him. <laughs> you got to go find and him. And that's where the co-op part kicks in is one person places each daughter and... Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, was it Dead by Daylight's coming in spring? Yep. Alien Isolation is this year. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Dungeons uh, is coming summer. So, yeah. what's that? That's uh, that's winter, so that's soon. It's taken long enough. Yeah, it has, yeah. It's one of those games which we're just like constantly waiting for. Yeah. That, that's going to be a big hit, I think, on Switch and uh, PlayStation 4 when it comes out. I think it'll do well. Um, but, yeah, it, it has taken its time to get here, so I don't know. See how it goes. Wishy washy, all that, all that jazz. Wishy washy, wishy washy. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two, July twelfth. Uh, this is a game we've known about for ages, but it's just come up in this because why not? Uh, just Dance, Bryce, is the big one for you, mate. This is one you're going to be, you're going to be getting those Joy Cons off. You're just gonna be... Dance, going to be okay. Oh, 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 Just Dance. Uh, Stranger Things Three, that was shown at the direct earlier this year. The second, uh, second Netflix game on the Switch. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's this one? What have you got here? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Catan. Catan. Yeah. And they didn't really show much about that either. It kind of just looked like a strategy game of some kind. Hmm. Yeah. It was very quickly overlooked. Yeah. Uh, Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah. So, Xbox, Xbox exclusive game. Yeah. So, there's there's your Xbox treat is we're getting Super Lucky's Tale. Yay. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it was Rare Replay Collection, but you know... Guess Super Lucky's Tale will do. It's not a bad game, so yeah. If there's that, if that's anything for it, there you go. I mean, it's a good place for it. If Microsoft are going to put it anywhere, they should probably get it on Switch, where people really like uh, colourful platformers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Dauntless. This is a game I'm um, looking forward to coming to Switch. Yep, I've been meaning to get into it on Xbox and PlayStation, but I just haven't yet. Very easy, quick replacement for Monster Hunter. Um, if you want something mm. that's free to play and easy to get into, uh. Obviously, it doesn't replace something to the caliber as what World may- is, maybe. But yeah. it, because it is free-to-play, you'll get some enjoyment yeah. out of it. Free-to-play, cross-buy... Uh, not cross-buy, cross-progression and cross-play as well. So, you'll be able to play with people all over the place. And if you want like the better graphics, you can jump onto your PC or your other console, play it there. And if when you're on the go or you just want to play on the couch, you can jump on Switch too. Yeah. That's what that's what interests me a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Super Mario Maker 2 comes out couple of weeks now yeah we, are in, we already it. know pretty much everything about it did we did we find out that extra game mode no at all no haven't yet no, no. so that might be uh, coming over the last the next couple of days maybe yeah maybe and uh, Bryce we're at the we're at the end yep so last two announcements so we get surprised there's another there's another smash announcement we're like oh what the hell another smash one we're sort of waiting there, and it comes up with it comes up with Donkey Kong and the rare, basically the rare characters. I'm like, oh, Bryce, I think, holy shit, I think they're gonna do it. I just look at you, and I was like, hold your arm. I'm like, Bryce, I think they're fucking doing it. Then the jiggy like bounces across, and you just lose your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, it's really well. It, uh, like, I, I love the initial trailer with King K. Rool was just like the stupid face Donkey Kong like- and that were pulling in. It's pretty much the same thing here, where they've all got their dumb faces through the uh, window, just uh, looking. And once again, they do the thing where they sort of psych you out. It's like, oh, there he is. But Duck Hunt do own Royal Which is perfect, because Duck Hunt was always like the character, like, oh, who needs Banjo? You've already got the dog and the duck. Why do you need the bear and the kazooie? <laughs> the bear and the bird. Yeah, why do you need that? You've already got you've already got it, but Oh my god. It was it was like it, they wanted to set the trailer up like this just to be like, oh my god, because it gave this 
it's funny how that trailer didn't lose its fake out feel even though it's already been done yeah. with K rule could you imagine if they just like we'd actually we actually this isn't actually gonna be Banjo Kazooie we're just fucking with you yeah because <laughs> you imagine you would have smashed my bloody TV oh <laughs> uh, it's just I mean okay there were there were already rumours of Eredric being in the direct because of the game files are already at the start they've obviously kept this very well hidden a lot of people are just like why can't it be two characters I've been talking on to people on Reddit all week who are like it's gonna be Eredric because he's in the game's files and they're not gonna release two characters at E3 because I need to space it out and then which is fair enough I, w- I would have said that too really yeah and it fucking didn't happen because they announced both of them mm. I guess they just came to the conclusion that they were like you know what People in the West probably won't give half as much as a shit about the DQ characters, Which but they'll didn't. go fucking nuts about Banjo. Yeah, I, I wonder what I wonder what their thinking was. Like they could have they could have just like thought about what would have been huge at E3. Obviously, it's Banjo. That's what everyone's going to lose their shit about. They could have held the Dragon Quest characters until a bit later. I guess it, I guess it's just because of like what's ready to come out. Well, the thing is, is I don't even think like uh, I think the Dragon Quest characters are the next lot, and then we yeah. have to wait even longer for Banjo. Yeah. So basically, they just did this for hype factor to know that we're getting it and it's happening, and it's like, and like, it floored me. It did. <laughs> it fucking floored. It's beautiful me. to watch. Beautiful to watch. Well, because look, if anything. The th- when you talk about a banjo announcement, you're like, oh, well, you know, what kind of a design would they be able to use for banjo? Are they going to stick with the nuts and bolts design that's like square nosed and like weird or like mid 40s mid- banjo? Are they going to like try to up res like the original banjo to some degree? But they managed to make like this really sleek banjo and kazooie that like fit every fucking. Every fucking. Every fucking <laughs> keyhole you could possibly imagine. You're oh. just like. Oh my god, it is perfect. The way they announced it was worthy. Everything that it looks like they do in the game looks on character, on point. The Talon Trot's there. Kazooie has grenade eggs. They have the uh, Beak Bash where Banjo takes Kazooie out of the backpack and uses her as a bat. (laughs) Like, they've got so much stuff there where I'm just like holy shit they did it I'm flawed and I'm so happy Banjo's been a request for Smash since Melee Hmm. ever since they released the first Smash and they're like oh Banjo's not here well hopefully he's in the next one wasn't there obviously we've gone on through time we lost Banjo Banjo's back obviously they've been talking with Microsoft they're like you know what Minecraft Steve ain't gonna work, fellas. <laughs> it's gonna have to be Banjo. That was a legitimate worry. Like, oh shit. What it I'm- was a legitimate worry. <laughs> because, look, and again, I'll say it. I don't have disrespect for Minecraft. I've played a fuck ton of Minecraft. But I don't think we need Steve and Smash. <laughs> Steve for Smash. Steve for Smash. I'll start up a petition to get rid of Banjo. Because <laughs> put Steve in. The thing is, is I know, I know, I know people like Meta... Uh, who who listens to the show are like I would love to see Steven Smash and he grew up in a generation where Minecraft was produced to him at a very young age when I was introduced to Minecraft I was about 15 yeah so I enjoyed I enjoyed Minecraft for what it was and I had a lot of time with it and I really did enjoy it I spent probably a couple hundred hours on Minecraft 
So I don't have any disrespect for Minecraft or anything like that, but Banjo and Minecraft, like if you're picking a gaming icon, especially for a generation like that far back. For Nintendo fans. Yeah. For Nintendo fans. It's like one of the top five Nintendo characters from Nintendo 64. Rare, it was during the Rare Golden Era. Everybody remembers Rare as like this amazing thing that lived throughout the SNES and the 64 you know they made Conquer they made Banjo they made the Donkey Kong Country games mm. that's how, why we got K. Rule back so the only logical sense of conclusion was hey <laughs> Banjo and Banjo came back and holy crap like the internet I haven't checked Reddit yet I can't wait to go on Reddit and just see all these fucking cries and cheers of like oh my god they finally did it because it was just as big as K. Rule it really was. Like, seeing Banjo come back, it was just... Poof. Yeah, so, there's one slot left. There is one slot left. For the DLC characters, and it'll be interesting to see who that is. Yeah, well, I'm I'm curious to see how it goes with the uh, Dragon Quest characters, because I'm not sure how many people would be too happy about there being another sword fighter in. So, we got Banjo to sort of balance that out. Um, but Joker's almost sort of there. He's a knife user, but... You know, yeah, a little bit of hand to hand. Um, so we're going to keep that in mind. So wonder who the last character is going to be. Yeah, like it. We sort of got like we got Banjo. Who's another one who we're like we need this character. It's <sighs> a lot of people like with Ridley and K. Rule. A lot of them have been met. Yeah. Now, like, yeah. Anyway, exciting stuff. Oh, absolutely! Look, absolutely stoked to have him. Uh, you, you've got a video of my reaction. I'm pretty sure you're going to post that. Oh, I've got to cut it up. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely, you know, it was the thing that spun me around. Anyway, mm. um, I, I was I was pretty okay with most of it through this, but then this happened, and yeah. So basically, <laughs> the character reveal punched him in the head, and then the bit what happened next just just. Smacked me to the ground. Need me in the nuts. <laughs> this yeah. was like, this was the biggest friggin' blowout uh, at the end of this. Mm. Wasn't direct. expecting that at all. I so, wasn't. So they uh, announced the sequel to Breath of the Wild, which was just out of left field. Not expecting a yeah. Wasn't expecting anything from Zelda to be honest. Let alone a sequel to uh, Breath of the Wild. But well, you know, we got Link's Awakening. But yes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, apart from yeah that yeah. yeah. But yeah, watching this trailer, I'm like sort of watching all the, like the squealy things. I'm like, looks like Zelda. Oh my shit! <laughs> yeah, then it, then it, like all that like uh, sort of I guess what do you call it? Ganon sort of dust. I don't know what do you call it. The the purple sort of yeah, stuff. the corruption line, the corruption line or whatever you call it. It's just like shit. Is this Zelda? Then it it is very much Zelda. Yeah, and it looks really cool. It looks like you know Breath of the Wild. The story is being continued. Yeah, um, and, and you're so, sort of seeing uh. A Zelda there as well and yeah. what I brought up to Bryce that she's actually like she's wearing like the hero's outfit and she's actually with Link on, on the adventure I'm like I'd love to see Zelda more integrated into this story now yeah for sure and we talked about the Gossip Stone <laughs> on the Gossip Stone episode where we did sort of a, the silly prediction type show and uh, that was that Breath of the Wild 2 will have multiplayer and <laughs> all this stuff and <laughs> plays like Zelda and that I'm like that would be really cool yeah yeah. Just talking about that. Now now that this is announced and Zelda's uh, pretty much with you on the adventure, that would be cool to see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, 
definitely don't want her taking a backseat role. No. I, I really want her involved in it, and uh, it sort of pushes on. But, I, I mean, let's break it down real break quick. down. Waka waka. We've obviously talked about all the squiggly lines and everything coming out of, like, an ancient ruin type of thing. Yep. We see Link and Zelda with the pack yak venturing down into this ruin. Uh, and eventually they come across a sort of, like, magical field... You can fight. You can see a corpse. That corpse starts to rise up, like all holy shit. It's the Walking Dead type of vibe. You can see the gem on the head. You know it's Ganondorf, and the eyes just glow up. And then all of a sudden, Hyrule Castle lifts up out of the ground. Mm. So obviously, what's happened is they're they're looking to rebuild Hyrule. They're going through the castle to make sure that you know everything can be done. They've discovered this crypt. Ganondorf is buried down there um, presuming that his mummification is through the same Sheikah magics that uh, were performed on the uh, the shrine bearers yep that you see throughout the 120 shrines or whatever and he somehow managed to use that method to resurrect himself and he's and he's back so oh poor it was in, look like I had said to you uh, pro- uh, post this that when the the Champions Ballad DLC was on the horizon, I wanted it to be like a sort of forward story with flashbacks where like Lincoln's Zelda going around to each kingdom and they're uh, sort of reuniting the tribes, getting on the trust back, working together as a uni- unison, but talking about their champions at the same time. Mm. Turns out it wasn't that at all, and it was mainly just Link going around and uh, reconnecting with memories of the champions and yeah. all that stuff. So it wasn't like post-Zelda story. So this post-Zelda story, in my imagination, has now actually become a full-blown sequel. And that blew my mind. Mm. It'd be interesting to see how the world would be different too, because like... The, the uh, I guess the scene of the castle, like Hyrule, very much looked the same. Mm-hmm. Like, w- what happens after that event of finding Ganon? What's going to happen to the world? And is it, is it going to be very different compared to what it was? Obviously, it's going to be like the same basic layout. They're going to be reusing sort of what they built for the original Breath of the Wild to sort of speed up development and all that. But yeah, be oh, obviously very excited. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for new Zelda game. It'd be so yeah. interesting to see what they do with a world so expansive because, again, it is a direct sequel mm. and we don't get a lot of them. The last time we had a direct sequel to a Zelda game was what? Zelda 2? I don't know. No, like, I, I'm talking like like immediately after. Uh, so, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Yeah. Uh, that might be it. Yeah. Even, yeah. So this is like... It just shows like the power of what Breath of the Wild brought to the table. It it smashed records and smashed in sales and obviously became a critically acclaimed game enough for them to warrant to go, hey, here's the sequel. Mm. And again... Breath of the Wild has its own brand recognition apart from just other Legends of Zelda. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, And considering uh, that... A lot of the assets from Breath of the Wild can obviously be reused. This is supposed to be almost a Majora's Mask kind of deal. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, well, very much so, if they're reusing sort of the, the assets to create a brand new story. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, I'm I'm all for that. 
uh, like seeing the layout of Hyrule change a bit more, maybe being a bit more lively and, um, you know, sort of just shaking things up a bit. Yeah, if they've got a bit more time to add more stuff into the overworld. So it's like, oh, look, this village has popped up because the people are starting to rebuild and all that and there's more people to talk to. And Yeah, cause and I, I think it will. Yeah, yeah. so I, f- I feel like in the original Breath of the Wild where uh, they sort of used the excuse of, oh, look, at this bad things happen, so this is why there's no people here. Yeah. That was an excuse basically to make that big world run on the hardware that it was running on. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll be able to like put more into that world without it chugging more than it sort of does in some areas. Well, no, I think they'll be able to put more villages and stuff um, like into it to make it more lively and stuff because by the looks of the trailer, it has... A little bit of time has passed. Yeah, have to go back and like really analyse that shot, I feel like. That'll be a good one to go look at. Maybe they... Yeah. Maybe there's a village there or some... Game Explains something. probably already done it. <laughs> yeah, I dare say. I dare um, say they would have already done it. But like how, like Zelda's changed her hair and like mm. all that stuff. It looks like some time has passed. It's shorter. It is shorter. They have they have their own pet pack yak. Yeah. That, you know, they're, they're travelling around with. Um, obviously, the castle was the last of their worry. It would have been the last of their worries with their political realignments. You know, talking to the Zoras, talking to the Gerudos, talking to... Um, the uh, the birds. Gorons, the Gorons and the birds. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, so uh, some time must have passed. It would have been at least a couple of years. Would have been enough time for a couple of villages to rebuild themselves. Obviously, in Breath of the Wild, if you've ever played it, there's a lot of burnt down villages, but they still have names. So maybe more of those villages could pop up. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Know. And just sort of the landscape's going to change like a, a decent amount. Not a shit ton, but enough. And then Depends how long it's been. It might have been like two months and nothing's happened. Yeah. You never know. I also feel like this is probably like an entry point for like what I'd brought up the other day. Uh, actually, no. I brought it up tonight while we were streaming. Um, This cavern that they're going down into under Hyrule Castle, very dungeon-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They're actually exploring and got the uh, checking out like the, the the paintings on the walls and so, try, yeah. they're trying to figure something out. They're down there for a reason, looking for something. Yeah, and then they stumble across this. Keeping that yeah. keeping that in mind, like if if this if this link had completed all the trials from the shrines and everything, he'd have no reason to go back to him. Really, yeah, you're not going to be doing trials trials again necessarily. No, mm. I reckon it, it'll be a dungeon based. Which would be great. Yeah. Like, dungeon-based, more story-heavy mm. with the big open world, and then it's merging basically the two worlds of what people wanted. Mm. So, as long as you played a bit of Breath of the Wild and got the story out of that, then you'll be good to go. And obviously, it wasn't that much to follow. Uh, yeah. You'll be able to catch simple. up pretty easy on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very easy. Uh, so, let's hope that that's the case, I guess. I, I'm mm. really intrigued. Knowing that it just said... Breath of the Wild sequel now in development. I was yeah. just like, yeah. So no date. Obviously, they're not going to put dates on things like, no. like they have in the past because obviously with Animal Crossing they put a date on it that that slipped. Um, yeah. They also would they put a date like actually um oh, I'll bring it up a bit later but yeah they don't want to put dates on things they have got no idea when they're going to get it finished maybe next year when do you see this coming out next year no, or a couple couple years time but I think it, I I actually think it will be finished before Metroid Prime Four is. Yeah, I've, there's every reason to believe that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like again, they've got to reuse. They they'll reuse old assets and stuff like that. Yeah, and they've got already the light. They've got most of the world laid out before them. Um, they'll change things up. 
add some dungeons in, do some design, that sort of thing. It'll be less about uh, creative freedom and more about the the future of Hyrule um, sort of thing. Mm. So, yeah, um, I'm really keen. Yeah. Uh, Just what what I was going (laughs) to bring up is Bayonetta 3. You never saw it. No, we didn't. Um, very good question on that one because Platinum Games have been pretty silent when it comes to Bayonetta 3 for a while. Yeah, maybe they just don't have the same thing because they've got this game they're really pushing if it's coming out in under a month. Yeah. Oh, two months, sorry. It's two months for that, yeah. Yeah, so I think I, I want to get that out of the way first. Get that out of the way and they'll start talking about it. Yeah. 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 So, what do you what do you think of uh, Nintendo's place at E three? Obviously, we haven't seen the all the tree houses and like all the show floor days and that, but we've seen the the uh, the major conferences this year and all that. How, how do you think they compared to uh, that? Obviously, we're a bit biased because we love Nintendo. When whereas like we don't we don't play every game that comes from Bethesda or Ubisoft or all that. But I was really impressed with Microsoft conference um, because they're really trying to push. Uh, like budget-friendly gaming, like you buy you buy a nice box, and then you've got Game Pass that'll serve you for games for ages. Mm. Um, Project Scarlet sounds very very interesting, um, and the only thing that really lacked in their department there was they had all these games on show but not to play. Uh, so they kind of lacked on that a little bit there. Um, obviously with Nintendo, you've got Treehouse to outline most of that for the couple of days and most of the stuff that was in the direct was more just for reveal. Yeah. Yeah. If you want more information, we'll go and find it because yeah. they'll have it at some point. Cause, yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, throughout the direct, it says like, it says that it's going to be at the Treehouse at some point. So you'll know to go and see it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I think Nintendo did pretty spectacularly in that part mm. I th- if it weren't for the fact that Banjo and Breath of the Wild 2 popped up at the end there um, it would have been a very even matchup between those two for me only because uh, Xbox is intriguing me with what they're offering gamers as a whole yeah um, whereas Nintendo's sort of reaffirming that their library is expanding yeah because we already knew the uh, game lineup for switch this year was going to be really good yeah um we just needed those couple of surprises uh and i wanted to find out more about animal crossing uh yeah obviously the disappointment for that isn't coming this year if uh yeah if it didn't have banjo and uh, uh breath of the wild sequel at the end yeah i would have just been left with okay animal crossing is not this year and oh damn yeah so, oh well shit yeah, yeah. But yeah, really, really enjoyed it. E3 was nuts. Great E3 showing. And yeah. I was actually surprised with the amount of like third-party sort of uh, random announcements in there too. The type of things you'd see like at a, at Microsoft where it's just like, this little thing here, this little thing there. Yeah. Like, yeah, just all those games. Are like We didn't care about probably most of them. But yeah, it's good they're there. And I hope that they find an audience of people that really love them. I think it's been a pretty balanced E3, I think, is my ending statement. Like I think I had I had joy for most of it, and um, like while uh, while there wasn't anything that like blew me out of the water until Nintendo's for my own nostalgia and reasons, <laughs> reasons. Yeah, like Breath of the Wild two, man, Jesus. Uh, like how many more E threes do we have to sit through to actually play it now? <laughs> oh, God, a few. Yeah, yeah, like. Oh, well. 
I feel like it's been a pretty good balance this year. Usually it's like, oh, this conference was shit. This conference was shit. This conference was okay. Mm. Or like, this conference was great. This conference was great. Oh my God, what the fuck are they doing? You know, but I actually think like it's been pretty balanced and we're kind of just like, you know what? They're all sort of offering something, Mm. you know? And I feel, I feel like Nintendo need like a really good showing because we could compare them to Microsoft and that, but Microsoft, they're, they're getting ready for their console next year. They can't talk about a lot of it yet. So this year is sort of like a, a bit of a stopgap. Uh, whereas this is the third year of the Switch. This is the year that Nintendo really need to be getting their stride with their uh, software and all that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you can't, you can't really compare them. They're at different points of their generations. And obviously Sony just went, you know what, we don't have a lot to show, so we're not coming. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Which, which I think actually turned out to be really, really a smart move on their behalf. Yeah, because they would have had a lot to friggin' compete with. Like if 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 they just had to show their, uh, like Ghost of Tsushima and yeah. all that again, it's like oh, we've already seen it like that. I don't think they would have had any surprises because they're ramping up for PlayStation Five as well. So yeah, yeah. Like I I wrote at the bottom of this page here, thirty nine games and two Smash characters. Mm. Like that's that's a lot of info. Yeah. There's a ton of info. 40, 43 minutes, which uh, the direct took. Yeah, mm. and they smashed that all out very quickly. Very impressed. This, you know, it's pretty pretty much a game a minute. Mm. Actually, and what what we actually forgot to talk about at the very start was the the Doug Bowser sort of introduction. Oh yeah, the bit yeah. of the bit of a goof. Yeah, which is which is amusing. I mean, I expected it, and and before our stream decided to completely blow itself, I already mentioned that you know <laughs> that's that's what it was going to come out mm. with was. Yeah, it's something to do with... I'm Doug Bowser. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. I'm the true bad guy. (laughs) Get it? I am Bowser. Yes. The one from the Mario series, which we make all of our money from. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Ha ha. All right, guys. You reckon that uh, ends it there, Bryce? I think that wraps it up. Yes. Um, But before we go, uh, one quick thing we should probably mention. Yes. Uh, If you want to hear us roundtable discussion this tomorrow... Uh, we'll be doing Dash Culture live tomorrow night at 7.30pm yeah. Adelaide time. So if you listen to this on the first day it's out, yeah, you'll uh, have an opportunity to listen to us on Dash Culture, which is live on uh, Twitch. Uh, what is... Uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Dash Gamer. Dash Gamer with an E, yeah. I believe. I think he said that. I think he says that in his <laughs> roundup. Anyway, you'll find it. You'll find it. We'll be... Yeah. Was it Australian Central Standard Time? 7 o'clock. I believe so. Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. Everybody, thank you very much for listening to The House of Mario episode 102. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe on your podcast service of choice and leave us a awesome iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it might be review. A review. And if you'd like to talk to us on social media, Twitter, whatever it might be, I'm at iDruby. Bryce is at Bryce DeWitt. No, you're not. I'm at Ivy Raven. Yeah, you are. We're, it, we're tired. It's 5 a.m. Yeah, it's literally 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm dying. Yeah. Um, and the, the House of Mario is at the House of Mario, quite fittingly. Yep. Yes. And if you'd like to join our Discord, there is a invite in the show notes below where you can talk to ourselves and an awesome Discord community that were featured in episode 100. If you haven't listened to episode 100 yet, please go back and have a listen. It was a lot of fun to put together. and It's very long. <laughs> yes, and it's very long. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a selling point. It's very long. It's very long. Yes. And Nintendo Jukebox this week is a Banjo-Kazooie Rusty Bucket Bay remix by QU Music. Yeah, boy. In celebration of Banjo-Kazooie coming to Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, boy. And until next week, 
<laughs> he's back. And until next week, have a good one, guys. Goodbye.